Today is Monday, October 27th, 2014. This is Deadline, the Statesman's weekly podcast bringing you the latest headlines from Stony Brook University. In the next few minutes, you'll hear what's important in news, arts, and sports. Here's this week's stories from news with Kelly Zakers. On Wednesday, October 22nd, Stony Brook University hosted a rally at the Stollar Center for the re-election campaign of House Representative Tim Bishop with an appearance from President Bill Clinton. The night generated controversy over a digital flyer for the event from the Stony Brook College Democrats that was circulated through the university's email system. Two days before the rally, the flyer was sent out by Stony Brook Student Life, which the Stony Brook College Republicans called a violation of both university policy and federal election law, claiming that the use of the university's listserv application to send the email showed favoritism toward the Democratic Party and was an illegal contribution to the Bishop campaign. Kevin Gomez, president of the College Democrats, said the group went through the correct channels to promote the event and that there was no thought of breaking any laws in doing so. Stony Brook's Vice President for External Relations, Elaine Crossan, said that the university took the steps to afford the college Republicans an opportunity to hold a similar event, and that the campaign for Republican Lee Zeldin was notified. The college Republicans did not receive notice of the offer, according to the group's president, Laura Dukas. A group of Stony Brook students are in the process of filing complaints to the Federal Elections Commission and the IRS, according to a press release from the Stony Brook College Republicans. Graphene 3D Incorporated recently entered into an extendable contract with Stony Brook University to use analytical laboratories for analysis of their graphene-enhanced 3D printing materials. Graphene, an allotrope of carbon, is renowned as a strong yet lightweight conductive material. The collaboration with Stony Brook will focus on further research on the effects of the company's proprietary graphene materials on 3D printing and will be coordinated by Dr. Alexander Savsonenko, working with the Stony Brook Center for Advanced Sensor Technology. The technology can be used to create 3D printed batteries, which could be used in situations such as space missions when room is limited. 3D printers could be carried and any necessary parts could be printed. Graphene batteries, for example, are produced using a composite graphene-based material in the form of a black powder, which can be heated and used with the 3D printer to be formed into any desired product. The collaboration would allow students to work with Graphene 3D in the analytical facilities and potentially continue that relationship upon graduation. That's it for news. Over to Arts and Entertainment with Giselle Barkley. It was sweaty, it was loud, and it was full of flashing lights. That was the scene as the Swedish duo Iconopop took the sack stage last week, along with singer Lowell and band Five Knives. Reverb's campus conscientious tour encouraged college students to vote and save the environment. At the concert, USG also announced that Lupe Fiasco and Blau will be headlining at the Back to the Brook concert on November 6th in the new Stony Brook Arena. The sack wasn't the only scene for music this week. Grammy winner Oscar Hernandez and the Spanish Harlem Orchestra brought their Latin music and jokes to the Stoller main stage. The group performed in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month. Director of the Stoller Center, Alan Ankles, was excited for this group, saying that they had been waiting to bring this two-time Grammy-winning orchestra here for years. That's it for Arts and Entertainment. Over to Sports with Joe Galati. The Stony Brook football team suffered a heartbreaking loss Saturday afternoon, losing 28-20 at New Hampshire. The Seawells got off to a hot start against one of the top-ranked teams in the FCS, jumping out to a 14-0 lead. 
However, the Wildcats came back to take a one-point lead at halftime. Stony Brook had a chance to drive for the tie in the waning moments, but a fumble ended the game. Stony Brook will be on a bye this week before hosting James Madison on November 8th. Women's volleyball get back on track on Friday night in Pritchard Gymnasium after a tough loss earlier in the week against Seton Hall. Led by junior Melissa Rigo and redshirt senior Evan Slaughter, five Seawolves put away at least six skills. With the win, Stony Brook moved to 4-3 and three in America East play with five conference matches to go. On Sunday afternoon, women's soccer, the defending co-champions of the America East Conference during the regular season, fell to New Hampshire 1-0, ending their regular season and playoff hopes with a defeat. The team will not advance to the America East tournament where they reached the championship game last season. Sue Ryan's team ended their campaign with a 5-10-2 record. And that's all for sports. There you have it. Join us next week for the latest episode of Deadline. And don't forget to pick up this week's issue of The Statesman on Stands Today. Next week is the release of Hoopla, our annual basketball preview. Check out who's who and what to watch for in the upcoming season. For Deadline, I'm Rebecca Anzel.